Powered, and welcome back to Pigeon, a podcast all about student entrepreneurs. We followed three student entrepreneurs as they prepared to pitch their ideas to a panel of judges in an attempt to win up to $30,000. A lot has happened to get them to this point. They made personal sacrifices, overcome criticism, and even radically changed their business ideas. Let's get a recap on our three entrepreneurs. Libby Martin of Calving Technologies. She invented a smart collar for cows to help save the lives of newborn calves. And then there's Drew Patel of Identifying.me, who invented an identity verification app. And finally, Brian Huck of Locate, a location-based law searching app. But now, the wait is over, and the judges have decided the winners. I could feel my voice shaking up there, and I, it's just like that adrenaline rush before every pitch. And so, uh, I don't know, it, it feels good. I love talking about it, and I hope people can see like the reason we do what we do. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to hear them, but no matter what, I'm very happy to have done all of this. We'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm used to this because, I mean, a hackathon's the same thing. Judges go into a room, tons of money, and you're just like, eh, you know what happens, happens, I guess. I know if I don't get the money here, I can get it somewhere else. But now, the wait is over. That was surprisingly hard. So, uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. Okay, when I announce you or your team's name, could you come down, drum roll please, getting $15,000 and buying adult beverages later today, uh, Calving Technologies. Calving Technologies is Libby's company. She's the vet medical student we've been following who invented what she describes as a Fitbit for cows. She won. After her name was announced, she walked up to collect her prize. And this wasn't just any check. It was one of those huge two-foot-by-four-foot checks. And all while her friends were cheering for her. Then she was whisked away to take dozens of photos that would appear in the paper the next day. Between Libby being congratulated by everyone and shaking hands with important business people, we were able to catch up with her for a brief moment. Um, I honestly am very overwhelmed right now. It's just so, like, it's just so exciting. Like, I need to see it all come together. And it's just the potential of how many people this could help um, really just, I don't know, it just makes me so happy to think about it. <laughs> For the other entrepreneurs we were following, it was less of a happy outcome. Brian Huck's business, Lawkate, and Drew Patel's company, Identifying.me, both didn't win any prize money. So what gave Libby's pitch the edge? We were curious, so a few days after the big pitch, we sat down with Greg Beer, who was Libby's mentor and the program organizer, to discuss what set Libby apart from her competitors. Uh, she was very successful in telling her story through the pitch, but also laying out the business model for Caving Technologies. But the really important thing is the fact that she had a prototype, I think weighs very heavily with judges. That kind of told the judges that she's serious about this. And she is serious. She's devoted a lot of time and energy to this, and it's paid off. But just because the prize money has been awarded, this doesn't mean that the journey of these startups are over. I'm in the studio with producer Michelle Stoddard. So Michelle, can you tell us what's next for these companies? Sure. So we followed these three entrepreneurs over a three-month period, which really is a brief time in the life of a startup. So it might be the end of our time following these entrepreneurs. But obviously, they still have a long road ahead of them. Definitely. And we were particularly interested in Drew's next steps, especially because he was already juggling a few other business ideas. 
Uh, well, in one hour, I have a meeting for to pitch my other startup that I'm more confident in. So we're fine on that note. Um, that might sound harsh, but Drew knows, just like a lot of entrepreneurs, that making a startup is a huge risk. It's reported that about half of all startups fail within five years, and around 20% don't even make it a year. I know that sounds bleak, but it makes the startups that work all the more special. I, mean, I really don't care that we didn't come out and win uh, at the competition. Um, identifying me probably won't like stay as a company for a very long. Uh, I think we're probably going to close it out and dissolve it. Our other entrepreneur, Brian, decided to keep developing his business blockade, but he has to shift his priorities from the pitch to the profit. Yeah, um, so I just got a job offer yesterday, and I've been looking for jobs because obviously it didn't win money in the competition. Um, so I've just been looking for another way to fund it, basically, and um, to move forward in my own professional career. Right now, it's probably best to work on it on the side so I can learn some of the skills that I really need, like product management and to work with people better um, and to learn about deadlines and all, all that kind of stuff. So, Obviously, it didn't work out the way it hoped, but he learned from the process and he realizes what he needs to change before he pitches his company again. I still think we need to work out a little bit in the technology and, and basically have it a little bit more of a sellable version when we go to bigger companies because we don't want to spoil our introductions with them. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to do that. And we always dream big and think about it as big as possible. So we're definitely thinking going in that direction, but we're hoping to work up to it a little bit. We also had a chance to sit down with Libby a few weeks later. A lot has happened in those few weeks. She won another $15,000. So by winning the first pitch competition, she advanced to another round. There, she faced student entrepreneurs from across the state, and she took home the top prize again, earning her a grand total of $30,000. Um, I've started getting bills for all of the engineering that's gone on so far. So for the first time ever, I guess I can say I'm kind of excited to pay some bills because it means we've, we've done some things. More than just paying bills, Libby has been advancing a partnership she has been building for months with Scholar a smart collar company based in Kansas City. And here's the big announcement. We had a phone conference with Scholar on Friday and we have leveraged our plan enough so we're gonna front load our fundraising and producers will no longer have to pay for the collar, they'll just pay for the subscription. So in other words, collars cost dollars and Calving Technologies now has enough money to buy the collars and charge a monthly subscription for them rather than making farmers pay for the collars up front. This is good news because her biggest competition is charging customers $350 for each product up front. So Libby thinks they have a good chance of capturing the whole market. For Libby, this feels like the start of a new chapter for Calving Technologies. Newly empowered with cash and connections, she can keep working to make her startup into a full-fledged business. But let's talk about what's changed since the beginning. All the entrepreneurs must have learned a lot one way or the other. The ideas for all these startups were inspired by different things, and the teams they built impacted their startups. They endured struggles and sacrifices, and all of those factors came together, but they yielded very different results. Some walked home empty-handed, and others now have the momentum for the future. For Libby, after working on this idea for nearly four years, this feels like the first real step forward. I don't know, just, just watching this whole thing unfold and like, the, it is so, it's so crazy to me that I met a partner like Scholar and they treat me like the adult I consider myself to be 
and they are so excited with what I bring to the table. I'm so excited with what they offer me. And I really do honestly believe that like something really great can come from this if we just keep doing it, if we just keep working on it. Thanks for listening to the final episode of Pitchin. If you like this podcast, you might be interested in listening to Speaking Startup, another podcast by Missouri Business Alert. From producers Michelle Stoddart, Madeline McKernan, and our supervising editor Michael Stacy, I'm Hope Howard. Thanks for listening.